Hello, everybody. everybody and uh, this is Sarah Utah, the host of Trundle Bed Tales and this is another one of our short episodes that we are doing for three reasons and one is that I'm going to be reading some out of a Thornton W. Burgess book and I adore Thornton W. Burgess, Hazel Westgate at the Iowa City Public Library, she was the children's librarian when I was little And she got us going on these, and I just love them to death. And um, the second reason is I wanted to do something in honor of Read Aloud, that there are various Read Aloud events in February, March, and April. And so this is sort of to celebrate all of them. And the third reason is the reason there weren't very many episodes last year is because of continued technical issues. Um, and I straight, I figured out why one of them was happening. And then my other one had to do with microphones. So I am doing some experimentation. And so far we've had two of these episodes. The first one did the, um, the first one did or I did was the cell phone, which is what I uh, have been using lately because I could get it to work. And then the other thing that, uh, uh, or the second one then, was just using the microphones um, that's built into the laptop. And we'll see how that goes. The One that I'm starting today for part three is probably the coolest looking microphone uh, that I've got. And I actually bought it uh, to work on when I was doing some videos. I'm hopefully going to get some more of up soon. And uh, because of that, it's a nice, lovely, large microphone. I just love it. It looks almost like something on TV. But... Uh, I it doesn't have a headphones attached and I'm not sure I may try this again and see if I can plug in headphones and this at the same time not sure about that we will see but for so you may be hearing uh, noises for from the computer I'm not sure that's why we call it an experiment and that is also why uh, I started to say hello early today because it um, ended up flashing a weird message just before it started. And I think I know why it did. So that shouldn't count against this microphone. But we shall see. So uh, we try and keep these at about 10 minutes more or less. So I better get going. And today is uh, the first part of Chapter 2 which is a new story, Why Reddy Fox Has No Friends. The green meadows lay peaceful and still. Mother Moon, sailing high overhead, looked down upon them and smiled and smiled, flooding them with her silvery light. 
All day long, the merry little breezes of old Mother Westwind had romped here, there among the asters and the goldenrod. They had played tag through the cat rushes around the smiling pool. For very mischief, they had rubbed the fur off the field mice babies the wrong way and had blown a fat green fly right out of Grandfather Frog's mouth just as his lips came together with a smack. Now they were safely tucked in bed behind the purple hills, and so they missed the midnight feast at the foot of the Lone Pine. But Reddy Fox was there. You can always count on Reddy Fox to be about when mischief or good times are afoot, especially after Mr. Sun has pulled his nightcap on. Jimmy Skunk was there. If there's any mischief Reddy Fox does not think of, Jimmy Skunk will be sure to discover it. Billy Mink was there. Yes, indeed, Billy Mink was there. Uh, uh, Billy Mink is another mischief maker. When Reddy Fox and Jimmy Skunk are playing pranks or in trouble of any kind, you are certain to find Billy Mink close by. That is, you are certain to find him if you look sharp enough. But Billy Mink is so slim and he moves so quickly and his wits are so sharp that he is not seen half as often as the others. With Billy Mink came his cousin, Shadow the Weasel, who is sly and cruel. No one likes Shadow the Weasel. Little Joe Otter and Jerry Muskrat came. They were late, for the legs of Little Joe Otter are so short that he is a slow traveler on land, while Jerry Muskrat feels much more at home in the water than on dry land. Of course, Peter Rabbit was there. Without him, no party on the Green Meadows would be complete. And Peter likes to be abroad at night even better than by day. With Peter came his cousin, Jumper the Hare, who had come down from the Pine Forest for a visit. Boomer the Nighthawk and Hooty the Owl completed the party, although Hooty had not been invited and no one knew that he was there. Each was to contribute something to the feast. Thing that he liked best. Such an array as Mistress Moon looked down upon. Red Fo- Reddy Fox had brought a plump, tender chicken stolen from Farmer Brown's dooryard. Very quietly, like a thin brown shadow, Billy Mink had slipped up to the duck pond and, alas, now Mother Quack had one less in her pretty little flock than when, as jolly round red Mr. Sun went to bed behind the purple hills. She had counted her babies, tucking their heads under their wings. Little Joe Otter had been fishing, and he brought a great, fat brother of the lamented Tommy Trout, who didn't mind. Jerry Muskrat brought up from the mud of the river bottom some the river bottom, some fine freshwater clams, of which he was very fond. Three big eggs from the nest of the old gray goose. Peter Rabbit and Jumper the Hare rolled up in a great tent, or rolled up a great tender, fresh cabbage. Boomer the Nighthawk said that he was very sorry, but he was on a diet of insects, which he must swallow one at a time as he caught them. Now, Hooty the Owl is a glutton and is lazy. Reddy Fox and Jimmy Skunk and Billy Mink are all sure to bring something I like. So what is the use of spending my time hunting for what someone else will get for me? He said to himself, 
So Hooty the Owl went very early to the Lone Pine and hid among the thick branches where no one could see him. Shadow the Weasel is sly and a thief and lives by his wits. So because he would rather steal than be honest, (coughs) I'm sorry, no cough button. Because he would rather steal than be honest, he too went to the midnight spread with nothing but his appetite. Now, Reddy Fox is also a glutton and very, very crafty. When he saw the plump duck brought by Billy Mink, his mouth watered, for for Reddy Fox is very, very fond of young spring ducks. So straight away, he began to plan how he could get possession of Billy Mink's duck. And when Billy Mink saw the fat little fat trout that little Joe Otter had brought, his eyes danced and his heart swelled with envy. For Billy Mink is very, very fond of fish. And at once he began to plan how he could secure that particular fat trout little Joe Otter guarded so carefully. Jimmy Skunk was quite contented with the eggs he had stolen from the old gray goose. That is, until he saw the plump chicken Reddy Fox had brought from Farmer Brown's dooryard. Then suddenly his stomach became very empty very empty indeed for chicken. And Jimmy Skunk began to think of a way to add the chicken of Reddy Fox to his own stolen eggs. Because Reddy the Fox is the largest, he was given the place of honor at the head of the table under the lone pine. On his right sat little Joe Otter, and on his left, Jerry Muskrat. Shadow the Weasel was next to little Joe Otter, while right across from him was Jimmy Skunk. Peter Rabbit was, uh, was next, sitting opposite his cousin, Jumper the Hare. At the extreme end, facing Reddy Fox, sat Billy Mink with a plump duck right under his sharp little nose. Boomer the Nighthawk excused himself on the plea that he needed exercise to aid in digestion, and as he had brought nothing to the feast, his excuse was politely accepted. Reddy Fox is very, very cunning, and his crafty brain had been working out a plan to get all these good things for himself. Little brothers of the Green Meadows, began Reddy Fox, we have met here tonight for a feast of brotherly love. Reddy Fox paused a moment to look hungrily at Billy Mink's duck. Billy Mink cast a longing eye at little Joe Otter's trout, while Jimmy Skunk stole an envious glance at Reddy Fox's chicken. But there is one missing to make our joy complete, continued Reddy Fox. Who has seen Bobby Coon? No one had seen Bobby Coon. Somehow, happy-go-lucky Bobby Coon had been overlooked when the invitations were sent out. I move, continued Reddy Fox, that because Billy Mink runs swiftly and because he knows where Bobby Coon usually is to be found, he be appointed a committee of one to find Bobby Coon and bring him to the feast. And I think we are going to stop there and we will pick up with why Reddy Fox has no friends in the next episode. Thank you for joining me today for Trendle Bed Tales, and remember to brighten the corner where you are.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.